Hey, this is ENFP Dream Fan, and for this episode, I'll be doing a preview for the Atlanta Dreams preseason debut against the Washington Mystics tomorrow at 3 p.m. Eastern. Uh, sadly, just like the preseasons before, uh, this is a game that will not be televised, so uh, the unofficial debut of Ryan Howard, Maz Hillman, <laughs> Erica Wheeler, Nia Coffey, uh, we will not be able to see their first time in Atlanta Dreamed uniform. Uh, so I'm hoping that changes in the future. I think this will be a, a great way to, to build momentum for the season and get people excited if these were televised. Uh, but even though the, this game is not, I, I'm just super excited to see uh, what the Atlanta Dreams game plan is, get more of a feel uh, for what Coach Wright has in mind. So I'll be going over some of the things I'll be looking for uh, when I'm looking at the stat sheet and just scrounging for uh, highlights and clips. Uh, but yeah, really excited that I get to focus on um, some actual uh, stats and uh, highlights rather than uh, coming up with hypotheticals on player profiles and uh, thinking about the 2021 season, getting that bad taste out of my mouth and being able to look forward to see what the Atlanta Dream have in store for me uh, for 2022. And uh, as you've heard, if you have listened to my other episodes, uh, I have been hinting that I really think the Atlanta Dream might surprise some people this season, and I will go over that more uh, closer to when the season starts. But uh, yeah, I, I really think there's potential here for uh, this Atlanta Dream team to be competitive, and I'm excited to see. Uh, but here are six things that I'll specifically uh, be looking at uh, when I'm uh, looking at uh, game stats and highlights. Uh, so number one is obviously uh, Ryan <laughs> Ryan Howard and Naz Hillman, the two draft picks for the Atlanta Dream earlier this month. Uh, I just think these two players are going to be cornerstones for the Atlanta Dream for many, many seasons to come, I'm hoping. Uh, I love their friendship uh, and just the amount of skill and uh, production they had uh, during their respective college years, uh, Ryan Howard at Kentucky and Matt Hillman at Michigan. Uh, both of these players I've had in the top five throughout the, the offseason, so just getting both of them, uh, specifically Naz at pick number 15, uh, I think that will be looked at back upon as a, an absolute steal, and people will be wondering how um, she fell further back uh, to where the Atlantean could pick her in the second round. Uh, but yeah, uh, I think Ryan Howard is going to get uh, a lot more minutes than Naz this season, uh, just with uh, the amount of depth that we have uh, in our front court and not having a center. Uh, besides uh, Kia Vaughn, who will be playing uh, limited minutes, I, I just think, especially at the beginning of the season, we're going to want to go towards players that have more experience because it is going to be one of our weaknesses inside, trying to figure out lineups that work for us and uh, being competitive. Uh, but uh, I definitely see her getting more minutes as the uh, season progresses, and I'll go over uh, more about her and my player profile for her um, early next week. Uh, but yeah, Ryan Howard, I, I see her starting off the bat. That's what I'm hoping at least. I, I think most of her minutes will be at the three, um, with Tiffany Hayes at the two. Uh, and yeah, I, I just see her doing something similar to uh, her freshman season at Kentucky, and I, I really think she is going to uh, make a huge impact for this Atlanta Dream team and just change the trajectory um, faster than people expect. So just excited to see that going, and I'm, I'm hoping I'm going to see that she uh, is a starter when I'm looking at those opening box scores and everything. 
uh, but they combined for 4,473 points in college. Uh, Ryan Howard with Kentucky, 2,290, and Naz, 2,183 with Michigan. So just a, a bunch of star uh, power between those two. And again, I, I just love the, the friendship they have, and I, I just think it's going to be something really fun to watch for years to come. Uh, but the second thing I'll be looking at is uh, going back to what I was saying with uh, Ryan starting, but I just want to see uh, what our starting lineup looks like. And I just find it really interesting for this game who will be starting. Uh, as Tiffany Hayes is still uh, not in campus, she's still playing overseas, who's going to play at that two shooting guard position? Uh, what I'm hoping for is uh, Ari McDonald getting those minutes. Uh, I'm hoping that Unlike last season, we get to see her uh, for at least like 23 minutes a game. I'm hoping 23 to 25 uh, with a mix at point guard and shooting guard. Uh, I don't mind Erica Wheeler being uh, the starting point guard for, at, at all this season for the Atlanta Dream. I, I think she's someone that plays on an extremely high level. Um, as I went over in her player profile, uh, she's someone that consistently contributes to her teammates. And, uh, yeah, just uh, stuffs the stat sheet in multiple ways. I think she's going to be a great mentor for Ari and someone that uh, makes us more competitive this season. Uh, but I definitely want uh, us being able to see what we have in Ari if she's going to be um, our future point guard starting in 2023. And for us to know that, uh, she needs to get playing time. So that's what I'm hoping first and foremost when I look at the roster. I'm, I'm going to see if Ryan is starting and... Uh, if Ari uh, is starting along with Erica Wheeler. And then also, uh, just uh, the four and fives, like who is going uh, to be starting at center for us? Is it going to be Cheyenne Parker? Is it going to be Monique Billings? Is it going to be Kia Vaughn? Uh, how does that work out for the Atlanta Dream? And what I think will be uh, a center by committee approach with uh, Kia Vaughn being the center. Like, I, I see her averaging at most uh, 15 to maybe 17 minutes a game uh, but she she has a great veteran presence and everything but yeah the, there obviously is a hole uh, at that position and I'm curious to see um, our first look at combating that uh, but I think it will be something that we're, we're uh, trying to figure out strategies for throughout the season but so uh, but still just curious to see what looks uh, the Atlanta Dream provide. And then uh, my next thing I'm going to be looking at is uh, the return of Elizabeth Williams and Tiana Hawkins. Uh, I'm just super excited that uh, they get another opportunity with uh, a team that I think is going to be a dark horse title contender in the, the Washington Mystics. Uh, I think both of them had uh, to experience uh, things that should not be happening uh, to a professional WNBA team. And I'm glad they get a fresh start. Um, Elizabeth Williams no longer has the pressure of having to be the only true center uh, like she was last season for the Atlanta Dream. And uh, I think she was underappreciated in what she does. Uh, she was inconsistent offensively, but just did all the, the small things right. She got a lot of rebounds for us, was consistent in blocks and steals, uh, set really great picks. And just not having that pressure like she did in Atlanta uh, and being able to play with a contending Washington Mystics team, uh, I think she really surprises people and uh, gets more valued again uh, with what she's able to do this season. And then Tiana Hawkins, I'm just hoping she builds off of her um, AU title uh, earlier this winter. Uh, I think 
she still has a, a lot of potential, and I think that she has a role in this Washington Mystics lineup, even though she's on a training camp contract. Uh, I think she's going to be able to contribute, and I hope that uh, she has a, a great start with them and uh, her previous seasons before the Atlanta being with the same Washington Mystics team. So, uh, yeah, just hoping for uh, fresh starts for both of those players and uh, they can start getting in, uh, momentum heading into the season. And then uh, I'm obviously also really excited for Shakira Austin. Uh, I was really excited for the dream to pick her when we had the, the third overall pick and <laughs> tough take on this, but uh, I honestly would have liked the Atlanta Dream to offer their first round pick in 2023 in order to get the first and third picks uh, for this draft. So we could have Ryan Howard and Shakira Austin and Naz Hillman uh, building up their resumes now and getting confidence for next season rather than uh, hopefully getting a high pick next season, which I'm hoping that the Atlanta Dream are competing for a playoff spot. And I think the Mystics and Sparks are going to be competitive. So it's by mo no means a guarantee uh, that we will have a lottery pick next season. So I would have liked this to uh, see if the, the Mystics would have bid on that and everything and gone to high caliber players. I, I know the uh, Aaliyah Boston is going to be uh, a franchise changing player as well. And if we don't make the playoffs, uh, I'll be rooting for us to get her. Uh, I just think it, it would have been nice uh, having our future, most of our future in now uh, in making a, a trade like that. Uh, but anyway, <laughs> moving forward, just, Beyond that, I'm just really excited to see what Shakira Austin does uh, with the Washington Mystics. Uh, I think, honestly, within a couple of years, she is going to be a, a top five center in this league. There's just so much potential. I, I think that she takes over games like she did in Ole Miss uh, on a more consistent basis. There's just so much talent, skill, and passion uh, that I, I just don't see a way that uh, Shakira Austin does not contribute at a high level for the, the WNBA. But the, the next thing I'll be um, curious about, and this is going back uh, to the Atlanta Dream and specifically at rotation, uh, but what will the minutes look like uh, between all the forwards? Uh, how will we uh, rotate those minutes? And I'm especially curious with uh, Megan Walker, who was the, the ninth overall pick uh, back in 2020, how she fits into this. Uh, will we give her more minutes than Naz off the start? Are we going to give her... Um, some games where she gets uh, double-digit minutes to see what we have in her, uh, to see if she's a, a viable option uh, for 2023, or um, are other players going to surpass her on the depth chart right away? I, I'm just curious to see if she gets a, an opportunity, unlike she did with Phoenix in New York uh, with Atlanta. And then, obviously, what I talked about earlier, but just who is going to... Um, get those minutes at the four and five. Like, is it going to be primarily Cheyenne Parker and Monique Billings just switching um, together and um, taking the bulk of those minutes? Or is someone else going to uh, step up that uh, we're not foreseeing? Uh, specifically, Naz Hillman, uh, if she'll get more minutes at the four, or Nia Coffey, if she'll get more minutes at the four than planned. So it, it's just really curious to see, especially in a con uh, condensed season, what the Atlanta Dream are going to decide to do. Uh, to make us competitive. And then lastly, the biggest thing, uh, at least on my mind, is like who will fill out those final two roster spots. And I'm still 
uh, leaning towards Maya Caldwell and Jalen Agnew. Uh, Maya Caldwell because we, we just desperately need uh, another guard, and I just like uh, the film that I saw on her and the, the stats that she had overseas. Um, she averaged 15.5 points, 5 rebounds, 1.8 assists, and 1.5 steals. And uh, just having someone that uh, can contribute in multiple ways, um, come off the bench uh, in limited action, would be a, a great thing to have with only having three guards on the roster right now in Ari McDonald, Erica Wheeler, and Tiffany Hayes. And then uh, Ryan Howard, that's a, a mix of a, a forward and guard. And then the other player that I have the, the dream picking is uh, Jalen Agnew who uh, played for the Atlanta Dream in 2020 and then was out to the 2021 season, unfortunately, due to injury. Uh, but just a, another player that uh, performed well um, overseas like Maya Caldwell. Um, she averaged 15.6 points and most importantly to me, um, shot 40% from three. Uh, I feel like she could uh, take on the role of like Shakina Strickland from last season. And I know it didn't work out for her as, as we hoped, uh, but just having someone that can come in and, and hit some uh, important threes for the Dream on the spot in limited minutes, I, I just think it gives her the opportunity uh, to potentially make this team. And then the, the last two players uh, that will be vying for a roster spot is Christy Wallace, um, a guard who played in the Australian League over the offseason and uh, was the 16th pick for the Atlanta Dream in 2018. And then uh, the other one is uh, Nadia Jones, uh, a former third-round pick of the Seattle Storm, and uh, someone I really like. And if we hadn't drafted Naz Tillman, uh, I wouldn't have been surprised that she made the roster. But I, I just think with us already uh, having enough players at that four position, uh, I think that we decided to go another direction with Caldwell and Agnew. But again, would not be surprised. Uh, we're disappointed if she made the roster with just uh, the skill she has uh, around the rim. Uh, but yeah, that, that's my season, my uh, game preview for the Dreams game against the Mystics tomorrow. Just so excited that um, there's finally some game action going on. And uh, I can't wait to go over uh, what I saw, uh, what I can scratch together uh, from what happens in the game tomorrow. But thank you so much for tuning in, and I will talk to you guys later.